0: Welcome to Parenting NI's first ever podcast um, first episode. I am Emma and I'm the communications officer here at Parenting NI. So that means I am the person who's talking to you through things like our social media, uh, website, uh, when you hear us on the news and things, any of those little press releases, uh, our materials, top tips, I'm usually in the background of that and uh, now you get to hear my voice too. That's a bit nicer, isn't it? We bit more personal. Uh, today I'm joined by Charlene. Hi Charlene. Hi Emma. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for welcoming me to our first ever podcast. Excited? Uh, yes. Yes, very excited. I'm buzzing. Can't wait. Charlene's <laughs> laughing because, uh, well, I'm excited for a number of reasons. So, first of all, this kind of weirdly takes me back to childhood. So uh, I remember sitting with a primary school friend of mine when we got our first PC when I was about 10 years old and we used to record, I'm a big music fan, so we used to record uh, loads of just singles off of CDs onto the uh, PC and talk around them. And that was like my first ambition to be a radio DJ. And here I am sort of weirdly fulfilling a childhood dream. Well I have to say I didn't have any similar
1: aspirations but equally here you find me uh, slightly outside my
0: normal comfort zone but equally excited to be able to talk about what we do in Parenting and I and the, the kind yeah, of services we have. Absolutely so um, we're going to give this podcast thing a go um. That's another reason why Charlene's probably asking, because I talk about podcasts a lot. I'm obsessed with them. (laughs) So a lot of my family and friends are going to find this probably quite funny that I am now giving one a go. Uh, But I do think they are a nice wee way of just communicating very simple messages. Um, We're bombarded with a lot of different information now in today's society, Um, and yeah, it's just nice to sometimes sit and listen to someone tell you a little bit of information about things from their perspective. And I find them, personally, find them quite help, helpful on a, a number of different subjects. So I hope that this will also be helpful for any of you guys listening. That's if we get any listeners, and it's not just my mother listening to this. <laughs> Hi, mom well, I'm pretty sure my mum will listen too. <laughs> That's OK. We've got two <laughs> listeners then. That's all good. So, yes... Um, Charlene is our CEO here. Um, So today we are going to, just by way of an introduction. I imagine if you're listening to this, you probably do know us in some way. Um, But if you don't, we're going to give you a little bit of an overview about who Parenting NIR are, uh, what we do, and then also maybe just talk a wee bit about why we feel that's important. So Charlene, do you want to give us a wee bit of a background about maybe how long you've been here uh, and what parenting and I do absolutely um so thank you for the introductions Emma
1: I'm Charlene and I'm the chief executive here in parenting and I um I have been privileged to be involved with the organization for almost 12 years I've been involved in various different roles over those times um and I've been the CEO for almost 3 years oh wow so this is a very exciting time for us, not only because we're developing a podcast, <laughs> but it's also our 40th year in the organisation. Yeah. Um, Parenting and I was established in 1979 by a group of very dedicated volunteers who really identified that it's not easy being a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm a parent myself, mm-hmm. and even though I have all the resources of the organisation at my fingertips, I still struggle on a daily basis to know if I'm making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. So for me to be involved in an organisation that for 40 years has been putting parents at the very forefront of -hmm. everything they do has been an absolute honour. Mm -hmm. Um, The organisation has a raft of services and supports for parents. Um, It's really important to us that we listen to the needs of parents because families are changing all the time. So your concerns of parents that are talking to us these days are very different to what parents were maybe talking to us about 40 years ago. Um, quite often in those early years and I rely on um, others' input obviously I wasn't with the organisation yes. 40 years ago <laughs> um, but things that were very common were around uh, toddlers routines, behaviour type issues Mm -hmm. Um, and as an organisation those things we know are still very important to parents and still very important that parents have the resources and advice available to them but there's lots of other great services and organisations now available for parents to support them in those early stages of their journey but we have then since diversified and moved and I think and I hope we will continue to do that mm-hmm. so we're very vigilant of what parents are telling us their concerns are around technology, um, around gaming, around online presence in general as mm-hmm. well as things like teenage behaviours. Um, quite often what parents will say to us the going's been rocky but it's been okay Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden that there's that flick of a switch to when a young person um, moves into adulthood and all of a sudden they want to start pushing the boundaries again and that you have to re-establish some of those communication channels and that's where sometimes unfortunately parents then if they don't have the support available to them can really struggle so that's why it's really important to us as an organisation that we're leading the field in recognising that parents need a whole range of supports and services and, and we fulfil those needs.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess uh, if we kind of maybe look a little bit um, at that element of things the whole support aspect too so um i mean you mentioned a bit at the start of um what you were saying there about how you're a parent yourself and sometimes you know even though you feel like you have all these resources at your fingertips it is hard to sort of do the right thing in inverted commas um so I guess let's talk a wee bit about that about parents reaching out for support so i mean we would still kind of see that as being something that there is a bit of a stigma attached to and i don't know i mean i have i'm not yet a parent myself um but i do have a few friends who have become parents in the last year or so and uh it's funny like you know i think you kind of i think particularly for women as well i'm sure dads do feel a wee bit of this too but they maybe think that it's this innate thing in them that they should just know how to do this and you know uh, a few people have kind of said to me because they know I work here like well do you, do you ever actually know what you're doing you know you're just kind of kind of going from day to day um, so um, how, how you know should, should parents be reaching out for more support and you know um, maybe we talk a wee bit more about how, how we do that with them how we support them through various different things
1: no definitely and I mean that is something that I think is a, a target for us as an organisation but just collectively in general society we, we need to move to a place where it's not only okay to reach out and ask for help or support but it's also considered a show of strength. Um, I think it's really important parents use their voice to mm-hmm. say this is not always easy. Um, certainly it, uh, there's, as you have suggested, there's a stigma attached to asking for help um, and sometimes unfortunately parents can feel that they should know all the answers. But truth be told, how could you possibly Mm -hmm. know all the answers? And I know we use that old age-old adage, but it's not a topic that you learn in primary school, in secondary school. You know, there's not a a course that is ever going to equip or prepare you for everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's so many outside influences as well on our children. So as a parent, you you know, you could have prepared yourself well um, Mm -hmm. and have all the resources and tools you feel you need. But then there's a bump in the road. Your child could face a transition that they struggle with. There mm. could be a bereavement. There could be a separation. And all of those challenges are day-to-day challenges that parents will, will face. Mm. And it's then to know how to react in those circumstances. And quite often in my experience of working in this organisation for so long, it's having someone from the outside to be able to look in. That is a really yeah. big help. Yeah. Um, there's an old saying that you can't see the wood for the trees. And that is sometimes what it comes down to when you're in the middle of it and you're you're parenting your child your emotions are high you want the best for your child nearly every parent will want to see their child flourish be healthy be happy so there's no way you can do that without your emotions playing a part in that and that means that you can't always see the rest of the picture and what's going on for the child outside of that situation so organizations like parenting and I and, and equally other support organizations are so important because they can listen to what's going on for you for your child mm-hmm. they may detect things that you haven't even noticed they may be able to think of a few ideas that you hadn't thought of um consider your support network yeah. Again, it's so important for parents that you have support, that you talk not only to organisations for support, but you talk, you know, openly to your friends, to mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. um, and have some other opinions, and and really surround yourself with those support and resources. It really is and can be very isolating for parents, particularly in a day where there's so much social media and what we see on social media are generally speaking very happy families and the pictures of the trip that's went well and everybody's smiling or you know whatever the occasion has been a birthday party many parents fall into that trap Uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing but what it does then do is paint a picture of families looking very happy all the time Mm -hmm. which is probably not reality for very many families Um, quite rightly so, we don't take pictures of when you're yeah. upset, that your child's yeah. upset etc. But at the same time what it does is build this picture that parents all feel you need to aspire to mm-hmm. of your child playing two musical instruments, some passed swimming lessons, some done this, that yeah. and the other. Yeah. You know and it's really really hard for parents to try and live up to those standards mm-hmm. which is why and I think it comes back that full circle around the stigma we feel that we should be able to do it and everyone else looks like they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So therefore it's hard to actually put your hand up and say, do you know what, I have had a really hard time lately or I'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. that this is the right approach with this particular situation. Mm-hmm. Which again is why organisations like ourselves, through Parent and I, with our range of services, it's so important that we try and reach out to help parents feel safe mm-hmm. in contacting us. Yeah. Um, and building that bridge between parents and services. And it's a partnership approach. No one's going to come in and tell a parent, you need to do this, you should do that, it's going to work. We don't have all the answers. What we try to help parents do is find solutions for themselves. Parents themselves know their children, they know themselves, but sometimes it's just someone trying to help talk around that and look at that in more detail, share with other parents in a programme, in a workshop, and then that's how you move forward. It's not like there's going to be an instruction book. Yeah. for yeah. all of
0: us unfortunately I know well that's it so it's not like you know um you're going to contact us and it's we're saying we're the experts that's certainly <coughs> not the approach that we have here I mean we can provide you with information that's evidence-based and you know we know can work um but at the same time I guess every child is different and every parent knows their child the best so um Yeah, it's about working with parents absolutely to to find what works best for their family.
1: Yeah, it's that partnership with parents where we're helping parents find solutions. So you can only find a solution if you've got information. So um, information is key, and unfortunately. Again, and it's not that I'm certainly blaming our, our online technology, but sometimes you go online you find a raft of information. Mm-hmm. Um, quite often, more than not, it can be conflicting information. So one source that you look at might suggest one thing. You look at something else, it suggests something different. So really what we try to do as an organisation, as you said, Emma, is look at what the evidence is. Mm-hmm. So any information we give parents is based on what works. Mm-hmm. So it's been tried and tested, if not here in Northern Ireland, in international studies. Mm-hmm. Um and really, then what we do is provide parents with that information and try and help encourage them to take the steps themselves. Yeah. Certainly, you know there, as you say, there's no one script Mm-mm. that every parent. If you follow this, this will work. Yeah. Um. Some parents they follow that suggestion, it works. Some they don't. Um. And again, some of the things that we find it's about consistency mm-hmm. um, and again that's quite difficult for a parent um, no matter your circumstance you could be a working parent you could be staying at home but it's trying to find the time to be very consistent with those rules and the boundaries the consequences mm-hmm. whatever those are that you come up with for your family mm-hmm. uh, you might try it and it might not work and you feel like well we've tried that and that didn't work so mm-hmm. that's no good mm-hmm. but again we're that little voice that says we'll try it again and try it again mm-hmm. and if you've tried it four or five times let's see if that doesn't make a difference because it is all about you know that consistency and following through with what you've suggested or, or you're going to say and we're just
0: that hopefully reaffirming voice in the background to yeah. support you as a parent yeah. to move through that yeah great okay so um, you mentioned there as well um that we're going to be big birthday this year 40 years old um, so that's exciting too definitely
1: Um. we're, we're, we're just thrilled that the organisation is still the leading parenting organisation in Northern Ireland um, since 1979. So we are planning to celebrate, um, we're planning to have a series of events and activities so we run Parenting Week every year, which I'm sure you'll hear all about oh, yes. in later podcasts. Oh yes, can't wait. We love Parenting Week, we um, really
0: do. So this will be good this year, Yes. getting out in more obvious. We'll be running more events for parents than, than we ever have before.
1: We're also going to be running a conference for those working with parents, so any professionals mm-hmm. working in the field. Um, and we're just going to have a range of exciting activities and events throughout the whole year. So certainly we as an organisation um, are proud to be, continuing to support parents after 40 years and we want to make sure that there's lots of opportunities for people to celebrate along with
0: us. Absolutely, yeah. Um and this the launch of this podcast is kind of part of our uh celebrations mm-hmm. too. Um so do follow us on social media to keep up to date with everything that's uh that's happening around the 40th um, and other stuff too. Um you can get us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and we're forward slash parent and NI on all those platforms. Uh, you can check out our website as well uh, it's www.parentingni.org um, well that's a little bit about kind of what we do here then at Parenting NI and as I said this is really just an introductory uh, episode just so you know who we are and uh, and why we're we're doing this so we do hope um, that it will be informative and that you, you might get something out of it um, initially we're going to try this monthly um so this is the first one being released here at the end of january and we will have one next month um for safer internet day which is going to look at gaming because we know a lot of parents want to know a little bit more about that um, and then we're going to choose a topic for each month and uh, my hope for this would be that we might actually get some of you involved um uh, if you're following us on social media um we will let you know what the topic going to be beforehand each month. So if you want to ask any questions or anything like that, um, then we can cover it in the episode, um, when we record it. So it would be brilliant if we can get some of you involved and hear your voices through this as well. I mean, maybe eventually some of you might like to appear, which would be awesome too. Absolutely, and the next time round, hopefully, I'm not going to have a cold, so I'm slightly, slightly different a bit <laughs> under the weather today. Uh, but she has. <laughs> rallied <laughs> through and, and got us through the first little bit. Thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you again next month. Bye. Bye. If you would like to contact us um, for any support, you can get in touch on free phone 0808 8010